Hey guys, welcome back to Make Pods Great Again. I'm here with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited about tonight's show with John David, who's like a third host that we just don't have on enough. So I know, I know. And uh, I think the best part is uh, he has those crazy kind of screwed up ankles like I do. And so what better way to transition to talk about mobility movement than John's crappy ankles? <laughs> it's almost unfair. We're, we're stoked to have Mobility Movement back as a sponsor because we have obviously been building an awesome relationship with them and we love what they do and what they stand for. But it's like almost unfair to bring them back on for the John David episode. It's like... <laughs> It's well, like a knife and we're sticking it in and then twisting it. All we do is make fun of his mobility. But only anyway. bad to John because this it would help him. It would help. Actually, it's true. It, it helps me. So it would help him. It's right? true. It helps me. So, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I've been enjoying it. Personally, I, uh, I, a little humble brag. Uh, my shoulder mobility is getting better. I'm getting way better at toes to bar. My ankles only hurt two out of seven days now instead of four <laughs> out of seven. So I think those are both big wins. My big win recently, especially given like the craziness of the world again, I feel like things were like good or things started out crazy and then they got better. And now the world is sort of like dipping into craziness again. And the stress of, you know, the, this 2020 madness has kind of gotten me to the point where I need something to help slow down my brain as well as my body. So that's what I've liked the most so far. My big win is that like doing mobility movement. Yes, it helps my joints recover faster and it helps me be not so sore after like crazy workouts at the gym, but it also sort of like connects my mind to it and helps me just sort of focus on my breathing and not go so crazy and not want to kill my husband, you know, all the good things. Oh yeah. Those are absolutely good things. Uh, definitely don't kill your husband. Uh, you know, I, th- I agree with all that. And I also think it, it's helped me like, uh, I mean, you said like calm down, like maybe it's just mm-hmm. the best way to put it. It's just like, it helps me calm down. Like the world is nuts. My job is nuts. My page is nuts. <laughs> like my daughters are teenagers. They're nuts. Like it just helps you create calm and feel good both, you know, outside of the gym particularly, but it also helps you inside the gym, like helps you yeah. like kind of calm down in the wads and like yeah. everything does, doesn't seem quite as hard as it did before. Yeah. I think it's Control cool. what you can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like let the other go control what you can. Exactly. So yeah. I think all you guys should take advantage of it. Uh, you can uh, still use our code MPGA 25, right? MPGA 25 yes. and uh, get a 25% discount and which is very cool. And uh, check out their website, which is mobilitymovement.com. <laughs> Easy for me to say. I'm going to spell it for you, though, because it's spelled different. Mobility, M-V-M-N-T.com. So, yep. sounds like movement. Doesn't look like movement. Uh, but you'll love it. So, check it out. And uh, I think you guys will love it. So, with that, on to the show. Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John. I've got the band back together tonight. Woo-hoo! Nikki and John David, aka Obese to Beast, are both with me. What's up, guys? Hi. It's the John Cast podcast with the side of Nikki. It's going to be it's, good. This is low key like my favorite group because <laughs> just honestly, like it gives me such warm, fuzzy flashbacks to January when we were all in Baltimore together for the Under Armour Human Performance Summit. And that was just. 
that was like so much fun. And I think like one of our first ever live recorded episodes that was like, it changed my view of podcasting and it's because I love you guys so much. The mm-hmm. Johns. Back when you could travel back in the day. Aww. So long yeah, ago. It's, it's crazy to think that that was the beginning of this year. And that was like, well, it was like seven months ago now. And it feels like we did. I feel like I did that. I went to Wadapalooza and then everything stopped. And then I'm waiting for it to start up again. Basically, yeah. basically. All right. Cause you're in California where like basically shit has hit the fan again yeah uh yeah so basically we um they obviously closed down gyms like everywhere but then they opened them up again and they were open for like i don't know three weeks maybe a month at the most and then uh they had to close them again so we've been doing like right now i'm not sure if you can hear but there's music in the gym playing and so we've been like using the gym but you can't be inside and so like outside we have a big uh like parking lot area here Mm-hmm. And so we can, we can use that, but it's, uh, at least we can do that. It's just like really hot here right now. So it's totally. like, be careful when you, <laughs> yeah. if you do decide to work out, but people are like, I can't work out at home anymore. I think honestly, like, I almost feel like I would have rather they just stayed closed because it's like, you get a taste of the good life and then they're like, never mind, Gotcha. And then gotcha, like, bitch. Yeah, it's not fun. I know. I honestly like I keep forgetting that the rest of the country is still in such turmoil because in Rhode Island and mainly New England now, um, things have gotten so very much back to normal. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. wears masks everywhere, but that feels like the new normal. So it, like, yeah, I don't find it bothers me. And yeah. like, I have personally felt a little bit weird about working out. We've been open since June 1st, all gyms. Mm-hmm. But I was like a little bit weird about working out indoors with people. So I was like using an outdoor station, my owner built outdoor stations or like, um, you know, doing some home stuff still. But this past week was the first week that I ventured indoors <laughs> with everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it feels just so it feels just so normal. So I always forget that there's other parts of the country that are not necessarily in the same boat. I hope y'all get here. It's pretty sweet. We, we yeah. don't have it. We don't have any of those problems in Ohio. Like we're all, we've been working out inside for a couple months now. And yeah. like I went this morning and uh, you know, we're all, nobody's wearing masks. Like you're not, re- you're required to wear masks everywhere you go in Ohio, but they don't require it when you're working out, but the coaches mm-hmm. have to, which is really weird. So the coach yeah, is the like coach yelling is instruction to. at me. And it's like Bane from Batman, like trying to, <laughs> trying to tell me to lift, you know, I'm like yeah. you, gotta, you gotta speak up, dude. I can't hear what you're saying. I was, I was born in the darkness. Exactly. What? <laughs> what? And, I mean, and, squat lower. Oh man, this workout this morning, like seriously. So I got up at four thirty to go to the five thirty a.m. class. I don't know when the last what? time. What? Yeah, I don't know the last time you guys went to one of these classes. Let me paint the visual for you. It's been a long mm. time for me. If we, if you go to a five a.m. class or a five thirty a.m. class, literally no one says a word for the first fifteen minutes. It's dead quiet. All you can hear are like bones creaking <laughs> and like people like slightly muttering under their breath how tired they are you can like smell coffee like it's just it's like the weirdest creepiest 15 minutes of your life until they finally turn the music on and get ready for everyone to go mm-hmm. it's like oh so bizarre they're all mm-hmm. just that they're all savages like all of them you know? i've i've realized that when you go to a crossfit gym the uh the earlier someone goes to crossfit the better they think you are than the next person i went to a uh a 6:30 a.m. class here at, at my gym one time and everyone was like oh look who decided to show up and they, oh. basically they were like acting like <laughs> we're so much better than you because i normally work out at nine because i'm a not i'm a sane human being um and uh, i was like wow so you guys just think you're better than us because you uh, work out in the morning yeah, the and then but again 
they are dedicated, sure, but also that uh, gives them the. They always have the excuse of, oh well, it was really early, that's why I didn't do very good. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, My like, brother so always says, per that, per that train of thought, are you like when someone like rolls in for noon or like a noon person comes in for nine? Are you like, oh look who showed up? Um. No, I I pretty much do that with anybody. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It doesn't matter what time. I'm just annoying. I'm very annoying (laughs) at the gym. I'm very loud and just like always, I'm always yelling at people and I get in trouble frequently because I try and coach and I'm not a coach. And I'm like, come on, hey, try this out. They're like, John, stop. And I'm like, shut up. I'm just trying to help. You know what you are? You're an afternoon CrossFitter trapped in a 9 a.m. CrossFitter. Yeah, That's what you are. You're like a solid like 4 or 5.30 or... When I, yeah, when I first started CrossFit, I went to the 5.30 p.m. class. I've become a a morning CrossFit person. Um, At first, it was because I would do CrossFit in the morning and then I'd go to like 24-hour fitness and do like a regular bodybuilding workout. But now I have an office, so if, if I'm not sure if you guys are uploading a video, but if they are, you, I'm in my office right now, which is inside of my CrossFit gym, right? And so um, I w- I'll come here in the morning, and then I'll work out. We have a shower here, and then I'll, I'll do my work from here. Like, I've been sitting basically in this spot for a very long time. <laughs> I'm so uh, glad we could add an hour onto your day. No, it's all good. It, it worked. <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Um, but yeah, so it's like uh, I, I, en- I enjoyed. I, I think I don't think I could go back to being like doing it later in the day. No, because like I know for a fact I would do some sort of physical activity in the morning, and so it just makes sense that it's this, you know, because everything kind of works for me here. But if it wasn't, it would be like either running or going on a bike ride or whatever. Because I'm like training for the triathlon right now. Um, but yeah, I just, I always, I need to do something in the morning. I can usually like, like lately I haven't been doing, obviously I haven't been doing the bodybuilding stuff at 24 because I just, when they opened, they, they were obviously open same thing with us, right. For like a month, but then they had like all these rules. You had to like sign in, you had to like only be there for an hour. And then you had to like, it was so many rules. And I was just like, I'm not, yeah, I'm good. That's tough. That's and so, uh, yeah. Wait, can we talk about you, maybe actually going clinically insane and training for a triathlon. Yeah. What's up with that? Like, well, I'm in the first off, I'm in the very beginning stages. I, if, if everything would have gone according to plan and say like my, my whole year COVID didn't exist, I would have already done it. Um, but I like was getting ready to, I signed up for one basically like right as everything was about to close down. Obviously I didn't realize it was going to close down and I was supposed to do it at the end of June. Um, and then obviously that didn't happen. And so I was like, during all of quarantine, I didn't want to go and like buy a bike because the bike I ended up getting was like $2,000, right? So it's expensive bike. And I wasn't about to buy that expensive of a bike without sitting on it and seeing it in person. I'm not just going to order it online, you know? And so I like waited all of quarantine and then things finally started opening up and then I was able to get the bike. And so I basically right now, I'm not even really technically in training for one because I'm probably not going to do one until next year because I actually <laughs> want to train for it. Because last year I did a marathon and trained for seven weeks, trained for seven weeks what? and uh, almost died. So um, Yeah, I did a marathon in 2017 and I trained for a year. Yeah, I trained for seven weeks. I was like, I do cross, but let's go. Uh, no yeah. way. I was like, I do CrossFit. I need to train for this shit for a year. <laughs> that's, what, that's what, that's how long did it take you? Um, it took me four, 
45 ish. <laughs> it took me five and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like not that. Like, I, was, I, I, like, I was doing good. I was like, all right, dude, marathon, let's go. We're going to have so much fun. Like, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to make sure I'm not stupid. I don't want to bonk. You know, I don't want to hit the wall. Like, right, we'll, we right. got this. First mile goes out, and I'm like, you know what? I feel pretty good. I'm going to go faster. And then by the time I get to the half marathon, I realized, oh, I just PR'd my half marathon time. Wow. This is probably not very good. But oh. at the same time, I was like, you know what? I still feel good. YOLO. Let's go. Doesn't <laughs> Negative, matter. Split. We'll Negative split. Negative split. Negative split. Yeah. And then I, I, I end up doing fine. I get to mile 17 and uh, I had family waiting for me there. And so, so cool. in my head, I started kind of hitting a wall, but I was able to push myself to get to them. And I was like, that's what in my head I was like, just get to them, just get to them. So it was good because it helped me get to them. But once I got to them, I was like, I'm done. I, I am done now. Yep. And so I ended up like up until then, I was running the whole time. I had to stop and walk for a while. Yeah. Like I, I had to eat a half a banana. I had to drink some salt <laughs> tablet things. Like I, I ended up making a friend. Like I was on the phone with my girlfriend at the time and like just talking to her basically being like, yo, I feel like garbage. And then I, I, this other guy was walking. I was like, yo, what's your deal? And then we talked for a while. I forget his name. He was a nice dude. And then, like, through that conversation, I started feeling better. And then I was like, hey, man, I think I'm going to continue running. And he was like, all right. And then we went off and – well, we didn't go off. But I went off and – Ran off uh, into the sunset together. Ran off – well, kind of. Because <laughs> at that marathon, I did the San Diego rock and roll. Um, you end up running up a uh, – the 163, I think. I think that's what it is. But it's a freeway. You run on the freeway. But you run uphill. And you're literally running uphill for about two miles. Mm. So I ran to that part. And then I was like, okay, let's power walk up these two yep, miles. Yep, yep. And then I ran the rest of it. So, um, yeah. that And that was 100% because I just didn't train enough. Like, I'm yeah. not a bit. The thing is, is, I like doing these challenges, right? Like the marathon and the triathlon. I, I haven't even done the triathlon. And I, I really haven't even started training for it. But, like, the reason I do them is just because I want to challenge my body. I think, like, it comes from a weird, like, I was, you know, at one point I could barely bend down and tie my shoes. I, cu- I couldn't bend down and tie my shoes. And so now I just enjoy, like, I want to challenge myself. But I'm not, like, super crazy. Like, I, I challenge myself to a, a a certain extent. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be David Goggins out here and run right. 200 miles. Right. Like, I challenge myself to where my body is still relatively healthy and, like, I can have, like, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so no, that's what I said too. I was like uh-huh. bucket list marathon for sure. And when I was done, everyone was like, are you going to do like an ultra marathon? And I was like, F no, are yeah. you kidding me? Like, yeah. not only am I going to do that, I am never doing this shit ever again yeah, yeah. either. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. It was the coolest thing I have ever done. I really, really stand by mm-hmm. that. I ran New York and it was like epic. If anyone ever has the chance to do it, it's a grind, but you can train for a year or for mm-hmm. seven weeks if you're John. Don't um, don't do it. No, yeah, let's not. Don't, but don't, it is it's not totally recommend like zero out of ten. Life changing experience. Yeah. Very very cool. Yeah, it's better. um it's a crazy feeling being like I just ran or you know were on was on my feet. I assume you actually ran the whole thing, but I was just totally. on my on my feet moving for twenty six point two miles. Like Insane. that's wild. I remember. Insane. The longest, and this goes to show you how terrible my training was. The longest training run I had was 16 miles, um, because mm-hmm. I kept like I'm a I'm a big dude. Like I'm not I'm not built to be an endurance. So I don't know why I get myself to do this stuff. So I I talk about this all the time in the gym. Everyone's always super excited about going heavy, like heavy squats, heavy deadlifts, and I'm just like I don't want to do that. Like let's do a 20 minute workout. Come on, let's do a 30 minute grind. Like that's me. I like that stuff much more. But like people 
see me and they think that I'd like lifting heavy because I'm, you know, 200 pounds, 210 pounds. I don't like it. And so like, I enjoy these really terrible long distance things, but my body is not made for it. Like I was the heaviest dude. Okay. I wasn't the heaviest dude at the marathon, but like I am not built to be a marathon person at all. But for some reason, I don't know why that's, those are the types of things I like to challenge myself with. I I don't know. We are like the same human because mm -hmm. I'm exactly the same way. And people see me and they're like, Oh, do you want to like do like heavy jerks today? And I'm like, no, I want to do like a 20 minute long sweaty gross thing you know Mm -hmm. why though because i like redline under heavy weights and if it's a long endurancey kind of wad then i can just pick a pacing crew yeah it's true (laughs) well look john the marathon thing is because you were unfit at one point in your life like i ran a marathon once a couple of halves like uh like a couple other endurance races. And it was because in my mind, that was always the pinnacle of fitness. And so I had to achieve that. And oh. I think that's why people do it. Mine yeah. went so bad. I had the same experience you did. I got to mile 18 and hit the wall, but I trained far longer than seven. <laughs> it, it makes it way more embarrassing. I PR'd my half. I felt awesome. I also said YOLO and that was a really bad idea. Um, I get to like, as long as I live, I will never forget this. I was, I think I broke my foot. Like <gasps> at like mile 20 because it hurt yeah. so bad. I could barely move, but I was not coming off the course. Like I yeah, trained yeah, for, you know, 16, 18 weeks and I'd been doing 20 mile runs on the weekend. Right, right. Know? So I'm out there and I'm like barely running. I went from running. I was on pace for a, a four hour marathon gross through mile 18 or 19. Yeah. And then I immediately went like the last three miles the last three miles took me 45 minutes. That's how bad my foot hurt. And so I'm running and I go past this aid station and a nurse comes out. I'm across the street from her. She sees me at from like, it was like 30 yards. And she goes, yells at me. She's like, are you okay? Because I must've looked like death. And I yell back. I'm like, well, do you have an epidural? And she goes, no. I'm like, then shut up. And I just kept running. You know, leave, leave me alone. I just kept going because I wasn't coming off the course. And when I finished, I just started crying. Like Aww. it was that same feeling of like, I can't believe I accomplished this because yeah. that was the pinnacle of fitness. Totally, and I, yeah. like you, I said, I will never do this again. And since Mm-mm. then I've run three or four more races, but. How, yeah, but, how, what's, what's the best time you've had? Oh, I've only done one marathon. Oh, okay. One. Uh, I did a couple of halves. I, the, that, that half I ran like straight up two hours for that half. And I took, I took three potty breaks. Like I stopped to pee three times because I was drinking <laughs> so much water. So I probably, if I'd been running that as a half, I would have been, you know, I could probably could have done an hour 50 or something because I was running pretty yeah. good in those yeah. days. Um, for me, I, I always had like that, like you talking about hurting your foot was my, that I was terrified. So same. I, I only trained again for seven weeks and there was like two or three times where I couldn't run for a few days during that. Because like I was getting like bruises on my feet and Mm-mm. just like random stuff. Like I went, I, this, I, I might be wrong, but I will never, ever, ever recommend the Nike free Metcon 2 because I think that shoe bruised my foot when I was flying because I know it, it I might be wrong, but the Nike free Metcon 2 had like this plastic piece on it and I was wearing them because I'm, I'm the worst. When I get something new, I want to wear it right away. And right, so I got I'm these the shoes and I only had them for a couple of days. I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear these on the flight. Like an absolute idiot because I have what you got. We've talked about it before. I got some wide feet and wide ankles. <laughs> yep. And I was like, Ankle mobility for yes. no, we'll that afterwards. Um, but it was like, they were, they were tight on my foot already. And then They're when you fly shoe. your, your feet like expand, right? At least I do. Like I, my feet swell and stuff. And I swear I bruised my foot because of that. Like the swelling literally bruised my foot and 
I was in the, I flew to um, Utah to visit a friend. The whole time I was there, I, I could barely walk. And I was terrified. I thought, because the day, the day of the flight earlier in the morning, I went on like an eight mile run. And I thought maybe I had a, like, I was always afraid of a stress fracture. That was Same. always like all I, I, I was always terrified. I was going to get a stress fracture just because I heard so many things. And luckily that never happened. At least to my knowledge, I never got a stress fracture, but I was terrified, terrified of it. And, um, yeah, I, <laughs> But not Luckily, terrified yeah. enough to train for more than seven weeks. No, no. I was like, I'm impatient. So I, I was talking to someone at the gym, one of the owners, and I was like, yeah, I think I might want to do a marathon because I, the way I am is I start watching videos and I get super, I get, I get like, I'm like a chronic, um, I'm like a chronic hobbyist, but I get very engulfed to where it's like too much. Like that's how I've, I've been successful in anything in my life is I let it take control of my life. It's not healthy and I probably wouldn't recommend it, but it's worked for me, like with drumming, with losing weight, with, uh, you know, doing the men's physique show, with uh, running the marathon, CrossFit, all this stuff. Like I just let it control me. And that's, that's what happened. That's what happened with running. I just let it control me. Hats off to your girlfriend for dealing <laughs> with you and those no you find a new oh. hobby and you're oh, like, dude, what? <laughs> you well that's actually it's funny that you say that <laughs> i probably shouldn't be saying this uh but i uh the girlfriend i had when i did the physique show no longer my girlfriend the girlfriend i had when i did the marathon no longer my girlfriend so it's not conducive to a healthy relationship i don't know <laughs> but you know what's nice you know what's nice is when you find someone who who no, understands your peaks and valleys and how yeah. you spike and how to deal with you and how to like support you and maybe also tell you what they're missing from you at the time <laughs> like yeah. that's a that's a healthy adult relationship so yeah you know keep on communication is important for i feel sure. like i feel like john and i are the same person in so many ways like you play yeah. drums i play guitar like and I think we probably play an instrument for the exact same reason. Like you get obsessed with it. Yeah. You know, my daughter said that I had another guitar shipped here and my daughter's like, one of them's like, are you ever going to quit buying guitars? I'm like, no, because they make you more. Know. Of course not. But I, you know, you have to, like, you just get obsessed with it. You just have to do it. And the marathon's like that CrossFit's like that. And the only thing that's helped me recently is to set small, much smaller measurable goals that are meaningful. Mm-hmm. meaning like the, the marathon was really meaningful to me. And I look back on that, even though it hurt and like, I still feel pain in that foot, you know, three or four years later, it means something to me because I got the medal, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm trying to do that with CrossFit, whether it's, I don't know, get better double unders or muscle ups or, or even just like right now, my measurable goal is to continue to stay healthy. Like I've been healthy mm-hmm. since, um, a year ago, Thanksgiving. So it's been two years now that I've been continuously healthy and I'm just like, knock on wood, just keep that streak going, you know? Mm-hmm. And then when I get injured, I'll find something else, you know? So <laughs> then you'll just get, get injured a bunch and then you'll yeah. get whatever. So, yeah. Then I'll just get back into running or, or whatever. It'd be great. My measurable goals come in the Louis Vuitton bags. I want to get. <laughs> so, that's a good goal. That's a it's good true. goal. Too. I'll know I'm successful when I can buy myself all the fancy things I like. <laughs> Sure. Well, it's why we obsess about all this. Like Nikki and I obsess about this podcast stats. Like we, oh you my know, god, we're checking them and like getting all the little details and like you just get obsessive about stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, there's probably a shrink going to listen to this that's going to message us and say we're all completely unhealthy <laughs> lunatics. But oh, I know I'm unhealthy, one hundred percent. I don't need someone to tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I like it's it's something I've known that it it's like how I am. It's definitely some, like, I know I have ADD. I used to have to take medicine when I was a little kid. 
uh, I only did it for a few few months because my mom was like, it turns you into a zombie. Like I would oh. literally like, I I think it was Ritalin is what I took, and I would like, <laughs> I I was I hated taking it, and so when I would I had I would have to take it in the morning before school, and they would I was in a daycare program, and they would like put it in ice cream. So yeah, nine nine a.m. having ice cream even earlier than that. I think. Legit. And then and then I would have to take it at um I would have to take it at lunch at in the nurse's office. I would always forget to take it, and they'd have to call me in and have to go and take it. But yeah, I think that it definitely has something to do with that. But it's like I get super hyper focused on it on things like right now i get i'm hyper focused on streaming i've been streaming on my youtube channel a lot and like there's so i've bought so much i've spent so much money on this and it's like it's just how i am but it's like it's helped me become good at some some things don't work out and i just i never get good at it like skateboarding when i was younger i never got good at that um but you know i it, it helps me actually do some things Again, it's not healthy, but it is what it is. Yeah, I have a good ADD joke for you. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. My, my daughter has ADD. She used to tell this joke when she was in grade school, which has made it even funnier to me. All right. How many kids with ADD does it take to change the light bulb? Let's go ride bikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's your daughter. And that was that so is your that was, kid. <laughs> but that is still her to this day. And it's me too. Like, we'll be like right in the middle of a sentence and she'll just like totally new topic, no transition yeah. we're just off to the races you know yeah. but i feel bad for the people that are like oh like they watch my live streams because i'll be talking about a topic and it's hard i think they call it stream brain i think it's a thing but it's like you're having a conversation you're talking about something but you can see the chat and so then you see something in chat and you start reading it and then you're like what was i saying or you start like you read the thing that's happening in chat and then it's that's what you want to talk about and then i'm like what was i saying it's it's quite difficult, okay? It's a struggle. Guys, it's really hard. <laughs> it's guys? Ma- My life is so hard. Guys. <laughs> Having ADD, as I have it too, it's what it makes you good uh, online. It makes you good as an influencer. Like it, mm. it, it helps in so many to be able to see something and immediately transition your thought from what you were thinking to the new, improved, funnier thought. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's why I can come up with memes so fast because I'm not stuck on the last thing I was thinking of. I can see mm-hmm. a photo and immediately transition to whatever that funny thing is, you mm-hmm. know, and people struggle with like normal people, like sane people can stay with a thought and do really well with it. People like us, I'm assuming you're like this, like I have to make lists of what, if I, I want to remember to do lists. something, I got a list. That's uh-huh. the only way I'm coming see, back to it. You know, <laughs> see, and that's my problem is I hate making lists. So I just really? don't come back to it. Oh. I I hate I hate play, we you guys tried to play you guys planned this podcast out like a month ago and oh, I was like yeah. you this, guys this I'm not gonna best. know what I want to do in a month <laughs> this is and the you best. literally I'm full disclosure when you texted me this morning I was like oh is that today <laughs> what time and you told me I was like okay I'll be free then that's how I work like that we've is how planning, I work we've been planning podcasts right because like I knew I had a vacation John had a vacation we had some like guests lined up because we were talking about like specific things at specific times and we knew we wanted to have John back on the show and so we were like just looking at the calendar and in my head because I'm not ADD I'm a planner I'm a uh-huh. focused planner I was like let's just put something on the calendar in like three weeks so that we know we're all going to be here it's going to be like you know planned and ready and whatever and when I texted John I was like hey how about like the 21st at seven he was like I don't know what I'm going to be doing <laughs> yeah, that so far and I was away. like okay I'll send you the link well yeah. pro- props to you John like even though you didn't remember it you didn't blow us off like our most no. recent guests so I would uh, I don't want to hear it I would never blow you guys off I I come on the podcast so much that we do a whole podcast you know even use it 
I How know. True about that? That's true. No, can Wait, I tell you that, that was like the saddest thing. Not our we fault. Pretty, That's Greg Glassman's fault. fault. No, well, it's yeah. it, what? No, trust me. I, I like. I I one hundred percent expected it because I was like. So for context, people that are listening, we recorded a podcast like I don't know. It was probably a week before CrossFit blew up, mm-hmm. and so we're talking about whatever, just nothing really in particular. Um, and then all this stuff happens and I'm like, there's no way they're releasing this podcast. So people are gonna be like, dude, really? What about all the stuff that's been happening? So, well, and you know I what happened was, gonna... was like afterwards, cause it was a great show, but, and we had like a bunch of stuff that rolled right out of like Glassman and then Eric Rosa and then all the diversity folks that we had on. And so by the time we got back to the edit, we were like, this is so out of context. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like no one's going to want to hear about how we were like, what is quarantine like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was so out of context that we just, we figured we'd have John back. It's truthfully, it's because I have such a crush on being on the show with the both Johns. That I was like, yeah. so <laughs> so Sorry, we can't run it. Let's this one, it this one's probably not going to get out either. No, I'm going to go take that. I'm going to take that old episode now and I'm going to overdub inappropriate questions over your answers <laughs> just to troll you. Director's like, so, cut. John, how do you feel about Treating women nicely and, and, and have <laughs> I'm your just like, yeah, I, hate, I hate that so I much. I can't stand them. <laughs> the best. He's so good. Oh my god. Well, so I want to know more about your your live stream recent uh-huh. work because it's like that's a field I like don't know anything about. And oh what- well, I don't know anything about it either. So we can <laughs> learn together. To. Um, no, so I've been again. It's it literally is. Uh, it's something that I was like, oh, this, like I started watching people that were streaming stuff that literally has nothing to do with fitness. I don't even know if there's many people that stream about fitness, but it's like commentary stuff. Just, I just was like watching. I was like, that looks like fun. I feel like I, I mean, I've done live, like I'll do live streams on my Instagram quite often yeah. and stuff. And I was like, well, um, obviously there's m- like doing it on YouTube. Cause I, so I do it on YouTube. I don't do it on Twitch just cause I already have like subscribers and stuff on YouTube. So I'm not trying to build a whole new thing. But so for me, it's just fun. So I'll just sit there. Uh, I usually live stream pretty much uh, like 1 p.m. PST, PDT, whatever the correct time is. Um, at 1 p.m. my time. And I just like, I'll have like, a, so I have a whole Discord server now, which uh, I didn't know anything about. But it's like this whole, it basically I've built this whole community on this Discord, right? And there's like hundreds of people on there. And we're all, they're always just talking about weight loss and about fitness and stuff. And then I have like a, a portion of it that says like reaction requests, right? And so people will send uh, videos there that they might, they want me to like react to or talk about in the live stream. And so a lot of times it's about, cause obviously like my, my channel, uh, my weight loss channel, that's like obese to beast. I talk a lot about health at every size and like, uh, fat acceptance and all this stuff. Right. So I'll do a lot of like live reactions to those types of videos. So that's like part of what I do, but then I just like talk to people and like they ask questions and like, then I'll just like have random people on and we'll just have like, not even really, not even, it's not even really like we're having, like I'm interviewing someone. We'll just have a conversation and hundreds of people are listening so you know, cool. so it's just like, I don't even, it truly is. I think I've done maybe seven live streams, right? So it's like very new, um, but I'm, I'm really excited about it. And again, like I am right now, it's kind of funny that we're doing this podcast in this space, but like my headspace is very much so 100% very focused on live streaming. And I know I'll probably listen to this in two months and I'll probably still be doing live streams, but <laughs> I would have got all this, like I've spent so much money on. So like I have a second monitor now I have like all so much stuff, but it's like, it's a lot of fun. And like, yeah. I luckily I'm able to do the stuff. Like this is my job co- creating content. 
And so I have the free time to do it. And basically it's just part of my job now. So yeah, that's kind of, mm. it's cool. Cause it sounds to me like it is almost like a more intimate conversation because like people are really asking you questions and they're like sending you videos of themselves to react to. So it's like, it's this very personal, very intimate way of connecting with people but at the same time, like hundreds of people can watch. Mm-hmm. So it's like cool. Cause it's like a different, it's the same reason why I really love your Instagram stories is because it's never um, like posed or weird. Like I air quoting like influencer style. Yeah. It's always just like, Hey, I like can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's talk about like what I had for dinner. Yeah. But it's, so it's that kind of like really cool, personal, intimate conversation, but a whole bunch of people can watch. And that's honestly, that's my favorite part about your channels because you're always talking about things that I feel like some people, it just, it triggers them. It's like really sensitive. Like people having a really hard time with their weight or losing weight or not accepting their body or whatever. And you just, I really love the down to earth, normal perspective you can give and the, the honest feedback sometimes hopeful, sometimes maybe tough to hear, but like you lived it so you can say it. That's what I love about like watching you on all those. Long story short, you have a new subscriber. No. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I just watch his story so people can ask about his dick size. That's my favorite part. Oh my God. Can we do that? Can we talk? Oh my God. Like your, your top three, like most asked questions. That's Uh, number, that's number one. Top, Top three most asked is, so one, I would say the first one, I mean, it's not fun. It's not a funny one, but it's like, how, how do I lose weight? Right. That's obviously probably the number one. Um, and then the second one is probably, uh, you, does your wiener get bigger after you lose weight? What? Um, do, wait, we can't pause. Like science. Do people not know how science works? Like how anatomy uh, yeah. works? It's, I think people, I don't know. I just know guys think about it too much. Like that's what 100% what it is. And Why do you think I lost all this weight, Nikki? Jesus. <laughs> you really thought it, it was going to help. Well, right. it's just like, and I think it's become like a meme on my page now because I just, I'll, I'll, I'll always answer the question. And, uh, you know, for those wondering, the fat around your wiener goes down. So the oh usable size of your wiener gets bigger. You know, that's the, the answer that I always use. Um, and then the third one is why haven't you gotten loose skin surgery? And so right. those are the top three. People are obsessed with that one. Like obsessed yeah. with it. It's I. It's one hundred percent because so many people in their head think weight loss doesn't air quotes end until you get rid of your loose skin, which I can understand, especially if you're someone that grew up. Yeah, you that's know, around my age watching Extreme Makeover, uh, Biggest Loser, all this stuff. Like a lot of times they talk about getting the loose skin surgery. So people see me and they're like, "Oh, like why haven't you gotten it yet? Or when are you getting it?" And it's a lot of people like it's hard. I think it's hard for them to see me with it because they're either trying to lose weight right now. They're maybe they not haven't even started, but they want to, or they have lost a lot of weight. And so they, for them, loose skin is a genuine fear that they have. And so when they see someone like me, it almost triggers them. But for the most part, people are very supportive and they're very happy like that I've made the decisions that I've made, which it's cool that they're happy, but I don't really care regardless, right? <laughs> like I'm doing it because I want to do it or not do it. Um, but I think like so many people feel like I am not doing it. Like I think, uh, and then there's a small portion of people that genuinely think I'm not doing it for monetary reasons. Like they think, oh, you're not doing it because you can make videos about loose skin. 
and you can monetize it or you're not doing it because you get more views or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you really think I would choose to live with this loose skin day in and day out and have it on me every second of the day so I can make a video every once in a while. Like if you really think that I'm sorry, you like YouTube is not that big of a deal. Right. Um, and Those so, the but people there are, that think that you like lost weight to become an internet star. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... yeah. That would be quite the, uh, I would, I, I would have the big brain then. Like I would mm. have, I would be able to, I would definitely have like a telepathic, you know, I'd be able to move things with my mind because yeah, when I, when I started losing weight, I, I think Instagram just, had just become a thing like it just started and uh yeah there was there was definitely no uh oh i'm gonna start this instagram because i want to become famous or whatever like it was like i feel bad that i'm posting so many weight loss things on my regular instagram so let me make another one like that was literally what it was (laughs) um i i have a genuine question um that i'm i'm very curious to hear your input on that has to do with your top most asked question which is how do i lose weight okay because every time i see you post like a an AMA type of thing. And, you know, people ask that, I feel like your typical response that you obviously you only have like 50 characters to like write it in. It's like mm-hmm. calories in versus calories out. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's, it's caloric deficit. Like, right. uh, I think I was at the end of the question. I don't want to like cut you off. No, I have a, I have part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is it? What about, so caloric deficit, but what mm-hmm. about the argument that people say sometimes like, you might not be eating enough to support the, you're laughing, but I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Cause I hear that a lot. Like if you're working out a lot, you're going to retain because you might not be eating enough or the, the, not the right things or not the right yeah. quality. Quantities um, right I think that when people say that, I, I think they genuinely like mean it, mm-hmm. but I think there, th- that is a very simple question that has a very complicated answer. Ooh. The reason, and the, and I, I would say that you guys can probably attest to this, that most questions when it comes to fitness and like weight loss and health are, it, the answer is it depends. And so for each person, like I get, I also get a lot of people ask me, uh, cause I, I struggled with binge eating and I've talked about how I got over that. And they're like, how do I get over binge eating? And my answer is always, well, it depends. Like one, I'm not going to tell you what to do because that's not, I, I'm not allowed to. And second, I like the, what you need to do to get over that depends on how you got to where you are now and all of this stuff. Right. So it's, it's not just as simple as do this thing. I, I hate when people in the fitness industry make it seem like it's that simple mm-hmm. because I think that that's very disingenuous because a lot of times they'll have this cookie cutter plan. They're like, here, just buy this thing and then you're good to go. It's not that simple. But so when people think they're eating too much and that's why they are, uh, or they're not, and they're not eating enough and that's why uh, they're not losing weight. I've, I've realized there's a couple scenarios. One is they genuinely might not be eating enough. A bunch of quotes there, so many air quotes. but it's, 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 you know, three to four days out of the week, they're really restricting, but they're not realizing that on some of the other days they are eating four or 5,000 calories and they just, they're not, and it might not even be intentional. They might not even realize it, but they are. So technically I think you can say they're not eating enough because if they were to up their calories a little bit throughout the week, they wouldn't have those, I don't want to call them binges, but they wouldn't have the urges to maybe eat a little bit more calories and therefore they are in a surplus now, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's one of them. And then the other thing is, I think for a lot of people, and I mean, there's, I could go on forever, but I would say the main two are is that one. And the other thing is people are just not good at tracking. Right. And like, I don't mean that as like a, you need it, but it's, it's a skill. So it takes, yeah. it takes the time, it takes time. And people, I think, 
I think some people will get good enough at it to where they can maybe get by. But if they're trying to, like, if they're trying to lose those last five pounds, you might have to be a little bit more advanced with what you're doing, you know? And so I, those are the two main ones that I've seen, um, you know, and then, and then there are genuine things like maybe you do have some hormonal issues, like sure, especially women, it's a huge thing, you know, PCOS and, and all that stuff, which I don't, I don't really understand. And I usually will always say, Hey, I would talk to your doctor. Like that's, I'm just, but I truly do believe that the advice that I give to people and that I just give out free, you know, on videos and stuff will probably help conservatively 95% of people that are trying to lose weight. And then there might be 5% that are outliers that, you know, obviously I'm sorry. I wish I could help, but you know, it's all right. So I have a question. So if you follow this uh, calorie deficit and Mm -hmm. and you track, like you say, all right, I'm going to track and you meticulously track your food, you stay on track, you meticulously track your workouts, you, you know how much you're burning on a regular basis, does your dick get bigger? <laughs> <laughs> no, it gets smaller. It kind of oh. yeah. yeah. What if you're tracking meticulously and you're starting to lose weight? Does your ankle mobility get better? <laughs> Absolutely not. Sadly not. No, I think mine got worse. No, I didn't. But, For real? No, no, no. I think oh, it's okay. Oh my god, I was gonna um, say. Th- there are so many factors that like factor into the weight. Like I track all my food, mm-hmm. and when I, I went home to Mississippi last week, and I, I'm not kidding you. I bet I ate two dozen biscuits and yeah, gravy nice. and bacon and sausage mm-hmm. and a cake, and it was heaven. Like just all this junk food. It was my mom's birthday, and all the grandkids are there, so even though her and my dad have lost all this weight and they're not really eating it, they bought it for all the kids, you know, and I'm one of the kids. So screw it. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. And so kids table. Yeah, of course. (laughs) So, so I, I had a sippy cup and everything. Yeah. So I I came home over the weekend and I probably shouldn't admit this, but I think most people go through this. You ever been scared to step on the scale? That has been me for the last four days. Uh, Yeah. That's been me for the last two weeks. Yeah. So this morning I go, finally, I'm like, all right, I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to, I'm going to be a man and I'm going to just like, the only person that's going to know is me. And now everyone listening to these podcasts. Now everyone knows. Yeah. So and just then, my mom. What'd you yeah. do? Did you do the thing where you put your hand on the counter? No, as you're no, stepping no. On it? <laughs> no, 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 I, but I stripped down and I even took my glasses off. So they wouldn't uh-huh. weigh anything. There you go. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I get on the scale and I've lost half a pound. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay. Week over week. So, but, and so I started thinking, I'm like, how could that be? Like I had three gallons of sweet tea for God's sakes. Like, <laughs> how's that possible? And then I started thinking back on it. I'm like, well, I was basically doing I RX'd every workout while I was there. I did mm-hmm. a couple of two a days. Yeah. And I got a ton of sleep, yeah. which I don't get here. So there are well, more factors like And I wouldn't be surprised if you were you you're thinking about these big this this is me completely like just guessing. So I could be totally wrong. But something I've noticed for myself as well, travel and like being out of routine, I, I get worried a little bit. Like I just I think it's a natural thing. But I've realized that I might have like these big meals at night and stuff, but I, I realized that I kind of during the day and stuff, I'm not eating as much as I normally would if totally. I was at home because totally. my routine helps me get in the amount of calories I need. But when I'm not home, I'm not like eating as much. I've, I've realized right. at least for myself, but then I'll have a, a big meal at night usually. And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I had this big meal. Everything's it's the end of the world. You know, 
But your vacation, usually like walking places or like mm-hmm. traveling, jumping to gyms, like having one. John, you're you're totally right. Like you probably were burning way more than you realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. I think this like I don't sleep as much here. Like I got more sleep there, and and that certainly is a you know I think a big factor in helping oh, yeah. people lose weight is getting totally. more rest. Is yeah. I guess yeah. You know, my only point to it is is that, you know I I love what you said. Like you know I I'm just gonna say maybe <laughs> because there's no there isn't a one size fits all for everyone and. If I could give anyone advice, it's do what I did this morning is at some point you just got to suck it up and go, Hey, nobody's going to know, but me. So the only person you're accountable to is yourself. Like get on the scale, figure it out and attack it. Do something about it. Do you guys also get completely naked when you step on the scale? (laughs) Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. And then you, and and then you hold, hold your breath too. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. always like my husband makes fun Gotta of me because I'm like I'm wearing like you know just like the teeniest pajamas, but I'll still like take them off in the morning uh-huh. and like step oh. on the scale. He's not, like, "What are you doing?" Like, not only, not only do I get does not weigh anything. You're fine. Not only do I get naked, I'm like, do I have to go to the bathroom? I want to go to the bathroom first. Yeah. Like I want to make try, sure. There's, yeah, I try, but I never can. And then I want to drink gallons of coffee, so I always have to weigh myself pre poop. Yeah. Yeah. That's the struggle. Like I, I, I have a routine where I drink it like a pretty good amount of water right when I wake up and then I'll, I'll go to the bathroom finally. And then like, I don't, I honestly don't weigh myself very often, but sometimes I will. And I'm always in my head. I'm like, I'm probably like 10 pounds lighter than that, but I had some water. <laughs> yeah, totally. The water. I got, I got weighed at the doctor's office the other day and it was like four pounds higher than I thought. Uh-huh. And I was like four pounds of clothing for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude. I was wearing, and I showed up in shorts and a tank top. Four pounds, for sure. I, I was a, wearing a weight vest, all right? Jeez. Like, yeah. I'm a big proponent of weighing every day and sometimes twice a day, not because you want to be obsessive about it, but because it's important to start to learn like the things you, you post about this a lot. I kind of learned it from you, which is, um, you know, your weight will fluctuate based on any number of things. For me, it's, I have found like my weight will fluctuate anywhere from three to five pounds based on how much water I'm drinking, how much salt is in my diet, what types of foods I'm eating, how much fruit I'm having, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I've started to figure out what, yeah, if I keep my diet like this, here's how much it will come down. If I do it like this, here's how much it's going to go up and you can, it helps you have like some sort of sense of control over your weight without obsessing about, Oh my God, I gained two pounds. You can go, no, I didn't gain two pounds. That's water tomorrow. It will be whatever. And if you weigh at night and you and in the morning, you start to figure that out. Cause like I'll go to bed tonight and I'll weigh 173 and I'll know good and well tomorrow morning, I'm going to be 171 because I'll lose mm-hmm. two pounds overnight just in water weight, you know, just in night sweats. Night well, the sweats. thing, Yeah. If you can, <laughs> and it takes a long time, like it doesn't just happen. Like, Oh, I can see weight as data, but once, if you can get to that point, it's so incredibly like freeing because like so many people stress out and they feel like, Oh, like I'm going to one thing. So people always ask me and like, even when I'm doing my live streams, I get the same questions all the time. Like, are you afraid of gaining the weight back? Are you afraid of gaining the weight back? And the answer for a long time was absolutely. Would I have said it like that? No, I would have been like, no, I'm totally fine. But I was terrified of gaining, terrified for years and years and years and years. So if anyone is listening to this podcast and you feel that way, it's okay. It's very normal. It is, it would be abnormal. I would say if you didn't feel that way at the start, like if you only had your weight off for a year, but at some point, and there was, we could go into how, but at some point I was able to not have that fear anymore. And just be like, 
my weight is just a number on a scale. But that is so much easier said than done. And so the fact that you're able to, like everyone's like makes this huge thing about throw out the scale, the scale is terrible. And it's like, okay, if it is being over, if it becomes in your mind too much, then yes, get rid of it. You don't need it. But if you're able to see it as just a data point, then you shouldn't feel bad about weighing yourself every day. You know, I don't weigh myself every day, but if I weigh myself and I see that I'm five, five pounds heavier than maybe I thought, I it literally like, I, I think about, okay, how have my habits, do I think this is fat? I think, okay, well, I've been eating like an a-hole or mm -hmm. I haven't been training very hard or maybe I was injured and I wasn't able to move very much. Okay, that makes about sense. Or no, I, I've obviously, I just drank a lot of water or whatever. But or that's all muscle. It's a, well, yeah. And also because I take tons of steroids, I just yes. literally shovel them in my mouth. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, I know. Um, but like, and so I, I just am able to look at it as a data point, but I understand that just saying that to someone, it's like, dude, come on. Like that's not going to help anybody. Um, yeah. And so it, it, but it's, it's hard to get to that point. And I, I just, I want people to know, like when you hear other people that might be a little bit further along in their journey, it's okay to not feel like you're there yet. But just understand that you can get there, you know, and that's kind of like everything that I post, everything that I talk about, I, I made a tweet, uh, I don't know, like a week ago. And I said, I don't want to help you lose weight. I want to help you keep weight off. Because like anything can help you lose weight, any starvation diet, any type of diet, those things can make you lose weight, right? But are they helping you keep weight off? And most of the time, sadly, it's no. And so I want people to understand that you can lose weight and keep it off. And so, you know, that's kind of why I talk about what I talk about. That's what I do, what I do. That's, I think that's a big reason why I think community is so important and why I try to foster a community, whether it's on live streams or it's on my Instagram or um, it's on, you know, the discord that I have or whatever. It's like, I want people to have a community that they can talk to and feel a part of. Cause if you're doing this on your own, like usually you can, uh, you guys can attest to this. You can grit your teeth and bear something for so long, but eventually you're kind of over it. And I think for a lot of people, weight loss is that. They grit their teeth, they bear it for a while, uh, but then eventually they're like, I can't do this anymore. And then that's when they gain the weight back, you know? Yeah. So. When you're totally. when you're counting your weight, John, do you count those bicep implants you have? Your arms are so damn <laughs> big, dude. Uh, no, I don't I don't do that. I uh I, I don't take those into consideration, you know. I need you to quit lifting weights online because every time you're like doing curls or some sort of lift, I'm like, why are his arms so big and why are mine so small? <laughs> I'm just crying about I it. Am. A lot of it a lot of it is one hundred percent uh genetics, like without a doubt. Like yes. I'm not I think like I think it's silly when people are like yeah, I, uh, you know, just worked really hard. And I mean, of, of course, right? Hard work pays off, right? That's what our Lord and Savior says. Um, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I should cross the sign of the sign of the F. <laughs> okay. But it's like, for them, like, if you see someone, I, I forget who said this it was a long time ago when I first started, like, like looking at fitness stuff. Like, usually, if you see someone with a really developed body part, that's probably not the person to ask how to build that body part. Cause like if someone asks me how to get big biceps, I'm like, no, oh, just do a couple curls, man. You'll be good. Like yeah. I just, and like, same thing as with my legs. Like people see my legs. I have gigantic, like to the point where they're annoying how big my legs are. And if someone asks me, how do I build legs? I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. These are just meat sticks that God gave me. And I kind of want to talk to him about it, but there are certain things like my traps are not big at all, but I've worked freaking hard on trying to get them bigger. Right. And like other things like that. And like, I mean, I still, I'm not the best like 
bodybuilder person to ask advice for. I just like, you know, Hey, work hard. I don't know. But like, so true. You're so, that is so right. Because mm -hmm. I have enormous traps and arms and I always have like my whole life, like pre-cross it. When I was in, when I was in the ballet, I had like the biggest arms coming out of a leotard. You're like, you're like SpongeBob with the anchor arms. You're just like blowing them up. (laughs) up. (laughs) But, 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 and people comment on them constantly, which actually drives me freaking nuts because Mm -hmm. like, I don't great that I look like I could kick your ass, but that is Mm -hmm. another rabbit hole. It won't go down. But, um, but I, I actually don't love that about my body. And so I don't work arms and yet I have these enormous biceps and traps and whatever. And it's just genetic. Like it's just where my body builds muscles. It's so true. That is so incredibly true because i'm like i don't like my gym owner and coaches like they hate me because every time push-ups come up i'm like i don't want to do it i don't want to do push-ups because not because i'm like worried i'm gonna get jacked because i hate that argument too because i literally am jacked and i don't like the way that makes me feel like <laughs> and I also like, super oh. and also super humble too that, well, that's... i mean but i don't want to be i don't want to be like i i don't I, love i, it. I don't want to be rich you guys no. okay <laughs> so like it's really hard well actually in fairness just to just to say out loud one time and i won't go down this rabbit hole but like being a jacked chick kind of is hard sometimes mm. And we should don't totally I know do, it. We should yeah, I know, right? We should totally do a, an episode on this at some point. Yeah. Just like the comments that you get from mm-hmm. people. I don't wear tank tops in public. I don't. Unless we're like at a CrossFit event or something or somewhere where people where I look quote unquote normal or people appreciate it. Like I just don't because number one, people think that it's okay to just comment on people's bodies always. Mm-hmm. And even if it is a nice thing to say, I'm just over it. Like, no, yeah, that's it's definitely no, different I, for for women because like i i i almost never have anyone say a single thing about my body like if i if i'm like out out walking around or anything like that i've had i could probably count on one hand how many times people have been like oh you lift and i'm not gonna lie i'm a guy so i'm just like (laughs) yeah oh no dude (laughs) i don't lift bro what makes you say that you know um but like for for women 100 percent, because guys i mean i i would say and this is coming from a cisgender white dude right but like i think that guys are like oh, i'm gonna do i'm gonna compliment this chick and uh she's gonna like it and we're gonna get married you know and it's like just leave her alone just leave them alone let them live their lives you know that's my opinion i don't know i could be wrong um can i tell you just side note like really funny story that happened this was like a few months ago before yeah. quarantine so we were matt and i were at the liquor store and there was a guy who um <laughs> he brought his dog in and of course I found the dog and so I'm like petting the dog and and he walks up and he's holding like maybe seven or eight single like tall boy cans of bud heavy so he's gonna have himself a night basically mm-hmm. and he, as I'm petting his dog he walks over and he like throws me some kind of line very harmless he was a very sweet guy but threw me some kind of line about like well that dog helped me find my first wife too whatever and oh my it was God. just a joke it was not offensive it was really endearing actually in the, in the moment um and at the exact same time Matt like walked up behind me and this guy was real short and Matt is real tall. And he just like did this thing where he's like holding all of his, all of his butt heavies. And he like cranes his neck to look up at the same time that he's trying to hit on this guy's wife. And this like gigantor guy comes up to him. And all he said was, wow, you're big. Nice. <laughs> see? Oh my God. Like dudes like kind of like that in a sense. You could just see him puff up his chest and be like, 
what did you call me? Yes. <laughs> and ever since then, like constantly, no matter what, like we're constantly giving that shit. We're always like, hey, Matt, you're so big. So wow. big. So big. Say that to him next time you see him. I, I feel bad nobody comments on my butt. I mean, other than when they tell me what a great <laughs> ass I have, which is all the time. Which is all the day. time. Oh, my God. I don't all... have that. I have a flat butt. It's not. It's not you know, I'm actually, trying to build my butt. Take it out of my traps and put it in my butt. Same. Here's what same. I do get comments on all the time is being bald. All the time. Not okay. Like, everyone just shot up. Well, and here's the, like, really sucks. So, I was when I was in home in Mississippi, my hometown's Tupelo. And in Spanish, Tupelo means your hair. Do you see where this is going? So I'm posting pictures in CrossFit Tupelo and every Spanish speaker, and I mean every effing one, is sending me messages, you know, going off about how bald I am. And uh, I, I don't know. Shaming. I, yeah, bald, sh- bald shaming. And I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to stereotype all Spanish speakers. And they were all from Spain. They weren't, weren't like, you know, North Americans or whatever, Central Americans even. They're just all Spaniards for some reason. And so a couple of them, like I said, I'm like, you realize I'm, I'm not bald by choice, right? Like <laughs> yeah. I'm actually balding and one of them goes lighten up, man. I'm like, really? That, just like that. That's where we're going what? from. Like, I told you this isn't cool. You told me to lighten up. I'm like, man, Dude. it's a, the internet is mean. So yeah. mean. Well, I, I think like build our peaches. So they look as nice as yours. Yeah, I know. We need help. bro. Please. We'll, we'll, we'll all do squats. I think uh, I, I think it's always a bad uh, bad move if someone if you make fun of someone and they're like hey man that kind of hurts my feelings it, I think it almost never works to say lighten up <laughs> like yeah I've never heard someone be like oh you're right sorry it's fine I was uh, I I did a really bad meme last night and I oh got, god and what'd you do no I'm not getting into it's, it we're not no. getting into it on this okay. and first of all it got. It got, it's at like 12,000 likes right now. So yeah, it, yeah, it, no, it was, it go was go well respected, it. but I had like a couple of DMS that I knew I would get. And one, this girl comes in and lights me up right mm. now. Full disclosure, prior to posting this meme, I had sent it. It was a little edgy and I'd sent it to joy and Claire from their podcast. And from the podcast, this is joy and Claire. You should all listen. They're great. And they're raging feminists. And this is why I love them. Right. And they're good friends. And, and so I use them as a kind of a conduit. Whenever I want to do something I think might piss off women, I send it to them and say, is this inappropriate? And she read it. She goes, nope, it's good. She goes, and I get offended by everything. She's like, you're totally good. Well, this girl lights me up just like a Roman candle just blows me up. So I'm at this point, I'm texting joy. You know, I'm like, what do I do? No, I know. I'm texting her. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? She goes, just tell her to calm down. I'm like, yeah, that works. (laughs) That's great advice. Thank you. That's what I'll do. Stop being so mad. Yes. Just calm down. Go work on your peach. You're being being irrational. Women love it when you tell them that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It It was so good. Girls definitely like that or women. Yes. For sure. <laughs> I've, uh, I've started, I've started, this is super random and you guys might not want to talk about this, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I've started to try and refer to women as women instead of saying girls. Yes, me too. Thank you. Uh, in, uh, it's, it's funny. Cause dude, I learn stuff live right now. Right. Like genuinely mm-hmm. people are like in the stream, like, don't say that. And I'm like, ah, what did I do? But like, apparently, and I'm sure there'll be like, that's so ridiculous, which is fine. That's you're allowed to but apparently it's like, it's, uh, what's inf- infantilizing. I think that's the word. Yes. I'm not sh- am I saying that right? I think so. I know what you're yeah. talking I've only about. seen it typed out. So, uh, to say girls, cause you wouldn't say boys if you're talking about a 30 year old dude. Right. And I was like, 
at first I was like, that's stupid. But then I thought about it, I was like, I mean, that's, that makes sense. And if it, if it, it doesn't change anything for me, I don't know. I don't really mind. I know that most, most women were like, that's silly. It's really no big deal. But I was just like, whatever. I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll tell you a joke I quit making off the this, this same topic. So I quit doing that. A bunch of people messaged me saying the same thing. You wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't say boys, you, why are you saying girls? Mm-hmm. And, and occasionally I'll still say girls if it makes sense in context, but I try mm-hmm. to say women wherever I can. The joke I quit making, I have made it a hundred times probably, which is you, you know, I have a picture of, you know, a girl who's like gushing and looks so incredibly happy. And the punchline is CrossFit women, when you call them a beast, Mm-hmm. Right. And it's funny and everybody gets a laugh out of it. And we've all seen that happen in a gym where you say to your female coach, Oh my God, you're such a beast. And they're like, thank you. I've been trying so hard to hit that lift, you know? Yeah. So I, I made that joke once and Amanda Barnhart came into the comments and she wasn't rude. And I love Amanda. She's a friend. And she just simply said, I've struggled with this comment from men for years. That's all it said. And as soon as she said it, it clicked for me and I'm like, all right, I'm done with that joke. That's mm-hmm. it. Amanda's a friend. Like I love Amanda. She's a sweetheart. Like she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. And if this offends her, I'm no longer going to do it. And so I just quit making the joke altogether. Yeah. And, and it's not that, you know, I still think it's a funny joke for the record. Cause I see it happen in the gym. Like I saw it over, over vacation where the female coach, you know, somebody called her base. She's just like, thank you. I've been working so hard on this, you know? Um, but you know, there are people that struggle with body image yeah. mm-hmm. and I think it's important to, to at a minimum to like kind of keep that in mind. Like now I'm struggling with, do I keep telling Matt Frazier short jokes? You know, it's like, oh, it's so yeah. good though. Yeah. You know? You're like, ah, oh, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling with it though. I'd like, I'm being honest. Like, well, that's hard, he man. It's, yeah. He can't control his height. No, like, it's true. That's very true. No more than I, you know, I'm getting annoyed that people are making fun of me being bald and I'm over here making fun of this guy being short. So like it's he can true. control it, you know? It's true. So, mm-hmm. And I mean, if you think about like, would you ever make fun of, someone that uh for their weight and most people would be like knee jerk is like no that's mean right but you technically can change your weight if you really wanted to right and so i feel i might get canceled for saying this (laughs) i feel like it should be less bad to make fun of someone because of their weight versus their height or their their baldness right because those are things they can't control i'm not saying you should make fun i'm not saying to you're make canceled fun of anybody, john you're canceled but it's like yeah. it wouldn't it makes more sense rationally if you think about it right to make like okay let's let's take away the height and stuff but like to make fun of someone's skin color is very wrong and it's racist right to make fun of someone's height is uh you know it, people freak out and it's a big deal but i don't think you should be able to equate weight to race and that's something I deal with a lot in the um, the body positivity spaces. A lot of people are saying that, um, like, saying anything about someone's uh, size is the same as saying something about their race, right? And I'm like, okay, I, I you shouldn't make fun of anybody, but like, telling someone to maybe get like maybe losing weight might get healthier is not the same as saying you'd be healthier if you weren't a person of color, you know? Yeah. And so like, that's a whole that's a whole life that I live that you guys probably don't have to deal with. Well, that's think, a, something I deal with constantly. <laughs> there, there is always the balance of humor and satire. Like that's what I've been dealing with today. With people sending me DMs and comments or whatever. Like when you do satire and comedy, something that I find offensive may not be offensive to you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it less funny. It just means it's not funny to you. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so to your point, like, can you make fun of somebody being fat? Maybe depends on the context yeah. of the joke. Like, 
uh, Daniel Tosh, who's a really good comedian. He's, he's like, I follow him and Dave Chappelle. Like I love comedians that are really kind of outrageous and say crazy things. Even, you know, as long as you feel like they're not, uh, like their spirits and I mean, you know, you follow me like they're, yeah. they don't intend it. They're just like, they're intending to say these kind of bombastic things. And he has this entire skit about, you know, yeah, you can say horrible things and still be funny. And he tells, he tells a pedophilia joke, which when you just say it out loud like that, you're Oh my God, that's a horrible thing. And it is, but the whole punchline of the joke is about Michael Jackson being dead and his, this hologram that they're selling in Vegas you know, for 500 bucks, the hologram will screw your kid, you know, and he's like, you can't even be mad because yeah. it's not even a real thing. Like, you know, yeah. it's Michael Jackson's ghost, you know, it's like, so it, it's not even that great a joke, but that's the point is that, you know, it, it comedy's all in the eye of the beholder yeah, and, and it's subjective to opinion. And so, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't make fun of people that have weight problems typically, but if I the right joke presented saying, itself, I might. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. And I, and I understand like on a logical level, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I do think that you can't necessarily always uh, compare those things like apples to apples because emotionally there's just different sensitivities around oh, for sure. one topic yeah. versus another. There's less of a sensitivity around height as there is around weight or around yeah. baldness as there is around weight. I mean, obviously personal to the, the human themselves as yeah. well, but there's so many other factors and societal pressures and all these other things well, that you got to work into. But, but on paper, like apples to apples, yeah. you're totally right. There are, mm -hmm. there are different things. Just when you actually, you know, factor in the human element, things yeah. get Things well, get my, a little dicey. And like to the beginning of this, my whole point is, is like, I've been thinking, well, maybe I'll just quit making fun of Matt, but I think it is fair game to say most like CrossFitters historically are short. It's why they're yeah. good at CrossFit. Like that's mm -hmm. actually, that's kind of a compliment when you think of it. Like you have an advantage. Yeah. If you're five, seven, you just do like, it's, well, it's it, not a slam. You just have an advantage. You know, it's, it's, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, I think that I'm like trying to think of other things, right? Like if you were, if you were to make fun of, like if someone were to make fun of me and say something like, Oh, you, you have your arms are too big. So you can't do X, Y, Z. Like that would, I would be like, whatever, you know, but it's a physical attribute that I have. I think it's because we perceive that as a good thing, right? We, we perceive yeah. being, uh, having muscles as a good thing, but we perceive like maybe not having hair or being short as a, as a, a as something you don't want. Right, so I exactly. think that that's why people, you know, get offended by it. Cause like, if I were to be like, wow, that girl's so pretty, she doesn't have to do this thing or whatever. Like most people would be like, whatever, you know, but if I said that girl's so ugly, yada, 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 then it's like, you're a terrible person, you know? Right. So I think it's a, a lot of it has to do. And again, this is, I have never given much thought to this at all. So I'm just kind of going off my, <laughs> just like thoughts, which I probably shouldn't do, but <laughs> I think it, it comes down to the perception of the trait that you're making fun of. Is it a good or a bad thing? And I, I would say it's probably not always the case, but usually if it's a good thing, it's okay to joke about that thing, at least in a, how society feels, right? It's okay. And if it's a, if it's a bad thing, it's not oh, okay, dude. I've had mm -hmm. I've had adaptive athletes beg me to make fun of them, and I'm like, absolutely dude, not. Yeah, like I know I know you'll think it's funny. I know everyone in the adaptive community will think it's funny. You guys are like one percent of the CrossFit community. I will yeah. get roasted for that. Everyone would think I'm the jerk, right? And that you're getting picked on, even though you're asking me to do it. Even if you're in the photo with me, I would yeah. get picked on. Like it's it's not worth it. So yeah, sometimes you know so, some things it's are even perception. just too hard. Yeah, it's just yeah. too outrageous. Totally. 
Totally. I'm, I'm still going to make fun of your huge arms, though, John. That's fine with me. I'll take it. You know, it, may, it makes it as long as you're not uh, making fun of my ankle mobility. I'm good. <laughs> I actually can I just chime in for a second? I just feel like the hot summer has gotten me like all sorts of tight and stuff. And the other day I tried to do uh, like a back squat wad. It was so gross. It was like. 25, 23, 18, blah, blah, like whatever you had to end up doing like a bazillion back, like 85 back squats. And I think Dave had it in for us that day. And I feel like because maybe because it's hot, because it's summer, because I went on vacation, then came back and tried to hit it hard. Like, I don't know what's up, but I've been so tight lately that I, I like feel like you, sorry, John, really? I feel like, well, I feel <laughs> like both of you guys, with my ankle mobility, I can't, I've had to put, um, like my Versa lifts in yeah. for like every single, any type of squat that I've yeah. done. Normally Welcome I don't need lifters unless it's like heavy front squats or something, but like I put them in for the back squats and it is, it freaking saved me. You oh, use, like all the time. So I've you? been, I've been using mine yeah. too for squat. Like, and I keep them here at home when I squat, I squat at home pretty often. Again, working mm-hmm. on the peach, and uh, yep. I keep I, I keep a random pair of shoes downstairs, a pair of Innovates, and I slip those Versalists in because they're perfect for those shoes. I just pull out the old, yeah. put the Versalists in, and I'm good to go, man. And I just sit there I, and uh, them. I'm not getting paid to say this, but I think Versalists, like if you have any problems with mobility, are the best purchase you can make. They're like twenty five dollars, and like they last forever. You'll just have to buy them one time. One hundred percent. What you pay for stuff? You're an influencer. Why are <laughs> you paying for stuff? Come on, John. Well, I paid for my first pair years ago, and then okay. they were like, "Let's send you some stuff." Okay. Uh, I actually went to my first games with Versalis. Oh wow! They flew you. me out. Oh, yeah, it was pretty. You cool. are an influencer. Look at yeah. you. Wow. I am an influencer. Nobody's yeah, flying just, me anywhere. No. Honestly, one. I just like them because they take up less space in my gym bag than my lifters. Hundred yeah. you know percent. If you're traveling and stuff, if shoot. you're traveling, and also if you have like multiple things, like if you like that and box jumps is like where I like mm-hmm. draw the line. Like I can't wear lifters. For yeah, box or jumps, running, or, like, <laughs> running or double unders. Even like they kind of like jack my. Yeah. Jack my calves up, but yeah, no, that was. But the, here's here's where I'm at now. I don't. It, maybe it's because I turned 32 next week, you guys. There you go. But I'm like oh. old and tight, and I'm feeling like if I redid that mobility test from the Under Armour Summit, I maybe would not smoke you guys the way that. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think it's pretty easy to beat me in that. You guys are that. so young. I, the shoes I put those Versalis in are older than both of you guys. <laughs> like, swear to God. He had he had to go to the cobbler to get them resold. I did. <laughs> they're, they're, Back in my day. They were actually made by Geppetto. Thank you very much. <laughs> Every shoe had a wooden sole. Yes. Yeah. We're being very ageist right now. We should stop. Sorry. You can't help how old you are. Actually, actually, I'm the last bastion of people you can make fun of. Old white guys, this is it. Like you, mm-hmm. I'm the only one on the planet you're left that you can still make fun of. Mm-hmm. Thank God one. for you. Come Thank God for me. I know. Yeah. Thank God for me. I'm sure people say that every day. Thank God for John. Yeah, for John. Yeah, Both but they're normally talking stuff. about me. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, shit. All right, boys and girls. Well, I think we're right up at the end of our time. John, that thanks for that. Felt like it was like no time at all. That was. Fun. I know, but it I feel was, like, I feel like been talking forever. Probably people I feel are like, like when are they going to shut up? I feel like we talked about a lot, but at the same time, we talked about nothing. Zero <laughs> things. Yeah, that's, that's the best a- podcast. That's your ADD kicking in, John. Yeah. That's yeah what it is. <laughs> time just 100 it was hard enough for him to focus on just this one thing there was no comments coming up constantly i know i was like what does the chat have to say about that? Oh, 
So these are my favorite conversations where we do absolutely do no prep whatsoever mm. and just talk about whatever. That's well, always my favorite. I think it's a certain person because obviously I have the podcast too, and there are certain people that I feel like it's it's okay with, but there are other people. And obviously we have a, a relationship, so it makes it a little bit easier. You know how it'll go. But like when I have like we've had athletes and stuff like that on, and most of the time they're pretty talkative, but oh, it sucks when you get that person that just gives you a two word answer and you're like. Well, okay. Uh, what'd you have for breakfast? <laughs> Welcome to my life. Try doing it on a live stream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Before, before we sign out, we'll make sure everybody knows where to find you. So you've got Obese to Beast, which is uh, on Instagram things. and YouTube. You've yep. got like a bazillion subscribers on both yeah. of those because you literally are literally the most subscribed channel on YouTube. Most subscribed. Don't, don't look that up. Don't look that up. Don't know more, it. More than PewDiePie. Yeah, More, I don't yes. know who that is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's Obese Beast on um, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. And then I also have the Work for Change podcast that I do with my brother. That's going to be on any podcast platform you can think of. It very similar to what you guys do here. Conversational. We have athletes on. Um, we've, yeah, we have athletes on. It's usually athlete and then it'll be us just talking. And then athlete, us just talking, kind of stuff like that. So yeah. if you like this podcast, you'll probably like Probably like my podcast. I would you'll, you'll like yours better if you like this one. You'll love John. <laughs> you'll, like, you'll definitely like that one. Yeah, yeah. much better than we are. What about um? What about the Discord community? How can people find you? I don't oh know what well, I'm so about, D- clearly, Discord so. is hard. So if you if you want to find that out, just follow me on um because Discord like the links change all the time because like it's supposed to be about like a secret community kind of thing. So just, if you really want to follow, just go to my Instagram and I post it in my store pretty much cool. every day. It's Sweet. like the it's like the go. Illuminati. Yeah, it's pretty much what it is. It's the it's the weight loss Illuminati is what I call it. Get on there. He'll tell you who killed Jeffrey Epstein. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, John, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. And uh, Nikki, thanks for reminding me how young you are. I appreciate of that. <laughs> and for everyone listening, thanks for being on tonight. We appreciate it. And we will chat with you guys soon.